The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Fourteen twenty in the morning, 14 minutes and 20 seconds, where the sports talk to get you through your daily commute. Hot takes, recaps, best bets, and a little humor to get your day going in the right direction. Sit back, grab your coffee, and let's get into it. All right, 1420 in the morning for this 26th day of September 2023. Today's show, as always, is brought to you by SeatGeek.com and the SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com today and save yourself $20 on your first purchase. You guys know the drill by now. Um, remember, we are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Go to BellyUpSports.com for all the great articles and uh, other great podcasts, such as the the uh, Craft Brood Sports Podcast. The boys are back at it tonight, Mike and the guys. Uh, to every Tuesday, I, I watch it every Tuesday. It's one of my uh, one one show I actually watch. It's on, on the schedule uh, that to make sure I catch up with those guys. And thank you very much for making us a part of your day each and every day, whether it be in the podcast form or on YouTube. And thank you very much for everybody who uh, follows us there as well and subscribes and likes and all that jazz. Uh, Six days left in Major League Baseball season. We got a little bit more clarity in the American League East or the American League in general. What's going to be happening there? Um, it's a truly remarkable story. The Baltimore Orioles are only uh, three games away from winning the uh, hundred games this season. Uh, it's unbelievable where they've come from. They, they'll probably win a couple more games. They'll, they'll clinch the division, be first place in the American League East, be first place in the American League in general, and uh, have a home field advantage throughout the playoffs, which is a huge thing considering how well they do play at Camden Yards. But you got to think that this guy to be the the uh, Cinderella comeback story of the ages. Uh, last year they finished three games out of a wild card spot, so they had a, a very good run last season as well. The season before they lost 110 games, and you think you're going to a situation where you won 110, uh, you lost 110 to winning maybe 106 when it's all or 103 when it's all said and done because they they won their last I think three in a row. They could probably or last two in a row. What doesn't much matter, but they could win their last six games of season very easily with with the Washington Nationals and the Boston Red Sox coming to County yards that place to be rocking the place to be pumping pumping no matter what and so you got to think the baltimore orioles is the, is the cinderella story of all, almost all time to come back from the depths of despair like they were the place was empty night after night but now this week they'll be celebrating once again we will talk about that in half a second how many celebrations there seems to be in baseball you clinch you, you clinch a playoff spot then you clinch a wild card, card spot then you clinch the vision and you get a party 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 like it's 1999 all over and over again but you, you think the Cannon Yard is going to be a, a place to be this week? They're going to they're going to clinch the uh, the division at some point probably this week against Washington Nationals. So you think the uh, the place will be having a, a good time? Tough toughest ticket in town. I'm thinking to get no matter what will be the the Baltimore Orioles ticket. And having them clinch out that uh, home field advantage, advantage throughout the playoffs is going to be um, something that uh, Baltimore fans haven't seen for quite some time. The uh, hundred the hundred win thing it's uh, it's remarkable to think that they haven't done that since before Cal Ripken played uh, played baseball. That's a long time ago. Ripken was there in 1981. The last time the Baltimore Orioles won 100 games was 1980, the year that they won the uh, they won the World Series that year with Jim Palmer winning 25 games or having 25 complete games or whatever it was. And Jim Palmer was a Cy Young winner back then when they did win the World Series. So 100, 100 wins hasn't happened since 1980 in Baltimore. It's a lot of, it's a lot of years ago. And to be, to be in the depths of despair like they were not that, long, not that long ago, to have that franchise where they're heading right now, now for a long time to come you remember they have all those guys under team control for quite some time so they could have be a, a team to be reckoned with for for a long time to come and if their owner gets off his wallet you never know what might happen there they might end up getting a, a situation where um 
they could add, add a pitcher here or there, depending what happens in the in the playoffs and in the World Series. You got to think that they're the favorite. You have the best record in, in baseball right now or in the American League. And you got to think they got to be a favorite to come out of that. It's going to be really tough, really tough to go because they didn't add a pitcher here and there like I thought they were going to, like the Houston Astros did uh, at the deadline going out and getting Justin Verlander. But now they have a situation where they could do a lot of damage in the playoffs and having that first that first round off. I'm not sure how much I like that. You like uh, baseball players are creatures that have it, but getting guys some rest, getting three days off or whatever it might be that to end the season. They're starting probably on, on Friday or Saturday, the, the uh, ALCS or ALDS, sorry, will get going. And you got to think that having those few days off, I don't know how much good it does you or how much bad it does you. I should do some research on that and see what happens in the, the second round of the playoffs because cre- they're such creatures that happen. They, they get in a routine and they don't like that routine to be to be bumped. And uh, taking at-bats is, is fine, but taking at-bats in front of large crowds and pitching and playing in front of large crowds because a lot of these Baltimore Oriole kids haven't had the opportunity. A lot of Baltimore Orioles haven't had the opportunity to play in these uh, big playoff situations. They're going to have no bigger stage than they're going to have uh, coming into the uh, end of the regular season and then into the playoffs. It's going to be interesting Interesting to see how that that's all pans out. They, uh, Like I said, they have Boston. They have Washington. They'll win the division. They'll, they'll uh, get 105 or 103, 102 wins, and there'll be something that hasn't been done since 1980 in Baltimore. So congratulations to the Baltimore Orioles and Baltimore Orioles fans for sticking through it through thin and thin. And nothing draws a crowd like a crowd. When people say they'll never go to another, another game again, this franchise in disarray, as soon as teams start winning, the Fairweather fans come out, and uh, you, maybe you just you just stayed home, so you don't want to watch because nobody wants to go watch the, the home team lose very, very often. So congratulations once again to the Baltimore Orioles. The other two teams, the American League East, they're, they're going to have playoff spots wrapped up. The, the, the Tampa Bay Rays are wrapped up already. They'll finish second in the, in the division, first in the wild card. But the Toronto Blue Jays, they got six games left, three with the the, the, uh, the uh, New York Yankees to to, uh, to start tonight. Uh, Kevin Gossman's on the hill. He could wrap up the – he probably won't get another start after tonight. Gossman will probably end up, if he can strike out to 12 or 13 uh, – New York Yankees, which is very likely to happen with uh, the way the Bro- the Bronx Bombers don't hit the baseball. So Gossman could end up with himself with a, st- a strikeout uh, title, vic- t- the, the title or victory, whatever you want to call it. They uh, they have a, a chance right now to finish in fourth in the in the, uh, in the, the four, fifth in the wild card. It's going to be a pretty good situation for the Jays, considering how bad they were not that long ago. They took care of business when they had to, winning three winning three uh, against the. Uh, Boston a few weeks back, then two in the Bronx, and then two last weekend with with the uh, Tampa Bay Rays. Now they're in a separate situation where Tampa, these games might not mean anything come uh, come this weekend uh, in, in Toronto at, at the uh, Rogers Center, and then they'll fly to Tampa come next week on uh, on Monday, probably fly down to Tampa and get ready for their wild card game on the, on the second on, on on Tuesday when all the wild card madness gets going. So you have a a, a situation where they're going to play, they're going to see each other a lot, what they will what they will uh, at this point, everybody knows what everybody's got. So it's not, you're not hiding anything by any means, but you can just, you can juggle your pitching rotation. You don't need to throw a guy. You don't need to throw a guy here. You don't, you can go, go to your bullpen a little bit easier. You can get, play some pitch, some minor league guys. Cause these, these games probably won't mean anything over the weekend. The Jays will probably need two, maybe three wins to, to clinch that division. So, or to clinch that wild card spot. And they should get all three of those against the lowly uh, New York Yankees team. Uh, and if anybody's seen that, uh, the, the game yesterday, the end of regular season for uh, the regular season, 
season home slate for the Yankees. Uh, the Yankee Stadium was absolutely empty on, on a Monday afternoon. Like, it's no no surprise there. The game meant nothing, and there was nobody there completely empty. It's kind of fitting the way that that, uh, that season ended for the Yankees at home. Uh, empty promises from the GM and, and the management crew out there in uh, in the Bronx ends up with an empty stadium, and it's uh, no surprise whatsoever that uh, the, uh, the the Bronx Bombers faithful and the Yankee faithful didn't show up for the last game of the regular season, and who can blame them on a on a dreary Monday with uh, no, nothing to play for? Save yourself the, the money and go and watch something else and get ready for hockey season or whatever the people there will, will want to watch. It's, just, it's too bad for the businesses because they're the ones that really uh, struggle out there in that area. There's not much going on there in in uh, in, in the Bronx during the uh, when the Yankees aren't around. But um, the, it should be interesting to see how that all plays out. Uh, the Seattle Mariners are uh, they're a riddle they're a riddle wrapped in a riddle or whatever that saying is they had themselves a chance they were the hottest team in baseball for a while maybe they peaked too soon but they had themselves a chance to wrap up a wild card spot they've lost six in a row they haven't been able to do anything they lost last night to uh, the Houston Astros and, the, and that, the Astros going out and getting Verlander was smart he was he's the hired gun you need no, that's the deal that, that championship teams make at the deadline for starts like that he went eight innings gave up well, one run on three hits he was unbelievable last night for the for the, the uh, Houston Nationals in Seattle. Now Seattle's got to win. They got to win out. They got to get something going tonight and they got to get something going tomorrow. Those games this weekend in Texas aren't going to mean a damn thing because Texas has won six in a row. They pretty much locked up at least a wild card spot. I think they get one more win then they'll they'll uh, they'll get the wild card for sure and then have a battle for maybe a division. But if they if the Mariners don't get something going tonight, those games will mean nothing over the weekend. And it's kind of uh, sad because as the baseball baseball fans, we like those dramatic games over the weekend. We might not even have any any at all. A week and a half ago, we were talking about having maybe four or five games that meant a lot, or four or five series that meant a lot, and now it might come down to nothing if the Mariners don't get something going in the next uh, 24 to 48 hours, because it could be it could be a good night, see you later, good, good afternoon, good morning, and good night, and it's done for the Seattle Mariners in their season. It just goes to show how you got you got to play good baseball in June and in, 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 in July, and you can't just put, put the pedal of the metal in, in August, September, and hope to get something done, because they haven't been very good in September at all, and the Seattle Mariners might find themselves on the outside looking in. I, I expect them to, to be out. I, I, I think that uh, Houston, they're they're too strong of a team. Imagine if Houston had any kind of a, a home record, how, how they would be. They're 39-42 and 42 at home at Minute Maid Park. They had an awful season at home. you got to think a team with a world championship aspirations and defending World World Series champions would have would be above 500, well above, above 500 at home, but they're 47-28 on the road, so that's a good thing. But you, you got to think if that team can get something going at home or maybe if they don't want they don't want to get a uh, home field advantage you want to play on the road a little bit during the playoffs and stay away from Minute Maid and the train and the whatever the, the the boxes are out there. I don't care what they're called, the Houston Astros. But it's interesting to see how that that's all going to play out. I, I, I was hoping for a lot more drama. You got the uh, the uh, the Minnesota Minnesota Twins there in. They'll never do any damage. I don't expect to see anything out of them in these playoffs. They're not going to surprise anybody. They're not going to shock anybody. I don't think they're they're they're, they're that good. They're, there's going to be a nothing series. It'll, it'll end up being nothing. I think the whoever wins the uh, that that other wild card spot with the uh, out of the American League West will take care of the Minnesota Twins in two straight games and that'll be done even though Minnesota will be at home Minnesota's just not that good of a baseball team I don't expect them to do any damage they never do they haven't done anything since 1988 or whatever year it was when they last won their World Series or 87 was it 87 87 or 89 it doesn't matter 87 
or 90. I, I don't know. I should, should, I should do some research. We, we quit doing research in this show when we first started doing this show. But anyways, it's uh, one of those things where the baseball season's winding down. I'll do the National League tomorrow. What to expect for the last five days of the National League season and how that's all going to play out. The Cubs are right there. I think the Cubs are going to get in. The, the, the Cincinnati Reds have uh, fallen to the wayside since me and Dave gave them the uh, we're hoping for you guys to do something. It's kind of they get the 14-20 uh, curse, I guess is how it all works out with with them. So it's a, kind of a funny how that always turns out. Anyways, I want to give a tip of the cap. 14-20 uh, from 1420 World Headquarters to uh, three guys who are just phenomenal. I think they're surefire Hall of Famers. Uh, really, really great players who deserve the best. It's uh, it, it's uh, you, you wonder what baseball would be without guys like like these three. Tip of the cap to Terry Francona, Zach Granke, and Miguel Cabrera. Three surefire Hall of Fame kind of guys that uh, I I think that they're, they're playing. They're probably playing their last games and managing their last games this season. Cabrera, he announced it before the season started that he was going to, to retire. So he's had the retirement tour, a la Jeter and David Ortiz and Mariano and all those guys. So M Miguel Cabrera is going to be a lot of uh, a lot of teary eyes because uh, uh, for M Miguel Cabrera at Comerica Park, they're starting their last homestand of the season this week at Comerica in Detroit. Now, not, not only is a Miguel Cabrera one of the greatest Tigers ever, he's one of the greatest baseball players and one of the greatest hitters ever. Always a, uh, a good soul, always had a smile on his face, fun-loving kind of a player always enjoyed watching him play and uh even though he beat the yankees back in the 90 uh, 97 world series with the florida marlins one of those things uh then terry terry francona he hasn't made his retirement official yet he hasn't come out and said yeah he's done he's not the kind of guy who likes to have the spotlight on himself but he's kind of alluded to some things they, they do have a video tribute planned for tomorrow uh, wednesday at progressive field and they're selling tickets for 11 bucks for the 11 years that he has been um the manager of the cleveland guardian slash indians and so with uh, Terry Francona is probably saying goodbye and they're giving away to the first 20,000 fans t-shirts and say thank you Tito uh, in commemorative to uh, Terry Tito Francona. Ex-Montreal Expo Terry Francona. Uh, he, was a, he was a fun player to watch back in the day with the Expos. Love those old uniforms. And then uh, last but not least, certainly not least, uh, Zach Granke. He also, also hasn't officially announced his retirement. His last start might be tonight against those Detroit Tigers. And he's one of those guys, he's a little eccentric, a little odd, but he's a hell of a pitcher. Uh, he used the, the, the baseball to his advantage. He didn't throw hard, he threw smart, got, uh, kind of like a Greg Maddox kind of a deal. And he moved around the big leagues a, a lot for different teams and different spots here and there. But Zach Grank, he's a hell of a player, hell of a pitcher. He signed a one-year deal this year with the team that drafted him in the first overall, in the or, or sixth overall first round of the uh, 2001 entry draft, the, the Kansas City Royals. That's where it all started for him. So he's going back to where it all started, 2002. And it might be uh, all done, all, all done for for Zach Granke tonight. Uh Definitely a Hall of Fame kind of guy. Played with the Dodgers for a while, but Kansas City, Arizona, and on it went for, for Zach Granke. But all three guys, definite first battle, ballot Hall of Famers. And so it's a little tip of the cap from uh, 1420 World Headquarters. So, yeah, thanks, everybody, for listening to the show. Thanks for everybody who's, uh, who's uh, done their uh, – subscribe to our youtube channel everything else that's going really well really thanks for thanks for all that make sure you guys uh t tell people about the show and all that stuff make sure you listen to the show me and dave did last night even if you're not a football fan we have a lot of last on the uh the M monday football recaps we don't get too in depth on it all but it's a lot of fun anyways to make so make sure you uh tune in on the podcast form i think it's up on youtube now i'm not sure how our uh, producer got to get things up there but they uh they always get things taken care of but anyways here's a word from our sponsors at seeky the foul baller if there's a ball that's gone foul, he's gone to get it. Under his watchful gaze, all bevs, binoculars, and ballpark brats are safe. 
He's the only thing that stands between his section and certain destruction. That's why he only trusts SeatGeek with his tickets. The ticketing app trusted by fans. SeatGeek, so fans can fan. Once again, to our friends at SeatGeek for sponsoring the show. Uh, we can't uh, continue going on without you guys in memory. Promo code 1420pod at SeatGeek.com today. Uh, let's get to Brent's best bet brought to you by BetUS. Brent's best bet where the game begins. BetUS, America's favorite sports book where the game begins at BetUS. Uh, tonight, the wild card race continuing in the American National League. The New York Yankees hit the road, as I said, going to Toronto, going to the Sky Dome, going to Rogers Center to face the, G- the Blue Jays for a couple of wins away from securing a wild card spot. And they get one of those, they get one of those wins tonight. Against the Yankees, as uh, Kevin Gossman uh, continues his dominance over everybody right now. The guy's been an unbelievable pitcher. Take the Jays tonight. The Mariners try and keep their wild card hopes alive tonight at home versus the Astros. And uh, they send George Kirby out to the mound uh, to see if they can put an end to the team's four-game losing streak. He won't do it. Take the Astros tonight and add to the uh, Mariners' frustration. Wild card hopes are slowly uh, drifting away out to sea out there in Seattle. And to finish things off, the Arizona Diamondbacks are in Chicago to take on the White Sox. Take the D-backs to win tonight and keep themselves in second in that wild card spot and gonna, teams are going to run out of games. One of those things, how that always works out. Miami's going to be on the outside looking in, I think, and it's going to be the uh, I think it's going to be the Arizona Diamondbacks and the Chicago Cubs on those last two wild card spots. So tonight, take the Toronto Blue Jays, Houston Astros, and Arizona Diamondbacks. 20 bucks will get you $94.86 at BetUS.com. Sign up by using our promo code 1420BETUS at BetUS.com. America's favorite sports book. But if you're going to play... Make sure you play responsibly at BetUS.com, America's favorite sports book, where the game begins. BetUS.com. I've been to 56 straight home games. I've tailgated 61 times. I've been to 31 practices. I've collected 17 autographs. I've had 27 beers spilt on me. Make that 28. I've got one sports book. I've got one sports book. I've got one sportsbook. BetUS.com. All right. Thank you very much for BetUS.com for supporting the 1420 podcast as you do each and every day. Make sure you guys, if you can play, play or play responsibly. I'm not a big gambler. I actually went two for three yesterday. I kind of, that Cincinnati game, I kind of went with my gut instead of my, uh, instead of my head one of those things but it didn't work right so anyways uh, let's get to birthdays and get everybody out of here and go enjoy the rest of your day uh on this day in 1997 barry bond hit barry bonds hit his 40th home run of the season in the san francisco Giants, 17 to 4 win over the san diego padres in front of 40,491 people at candlestick park in san francisco bonds 40th came the sixth inning with one on and one out off of padres reliever todd arrows bonds went up one for three with two rbis and two walks it was the second consecutive season and third time overall that bonds would top the 40 run home run plateau a mark reached five times Five more times in his career that seen him hit 762 home runs. No matter what you think of Barry Bonds and everything else, and the uh, the cream and the lotions and the scandal and the biogenesis, whatever it was, yeah, he was still one of the greatest players ever played the game. He would, probably would have been a, a first ballot Hall of Famer. He had how many MVP runs in, in uh, Pittsburgh before he uh, even got to the inflated body per se? But Barry Bonds, one of the all-time greats, hit his 40th home run on this day in 1997, and. And happy 42nd birthday to Serena Williams, born on this day in 1981 in Saginaw, Michigan. 
Williams is widely considered the greatest women's uh, tennis player of all time. She won 23 Grand Slam singles titles and another 14 doubles titles with her sister, Venus. Williams had a career record of 858 and 156, 73 career titles, and has a career earnings of over 90 four million dollars so happy birthday to tennis legend just retired recently uh to uh, venus williams happy birthday to her i'm sure she's gonna have a, a fantastic day wherever she's uh hanging her hat these days happy birthday to serena williams thank you very much for listening to the show today everybody we uh we appreciate it making sure to subscribe to our youtube channel and on and on it goes. And uh, yeah, that's it. That's it for today. Tomorrow I'll do the National League. How about to expect the last five days of the National League? And then we'll go from there. And I got something planned for the Friday show. We'll talk about the, uh, the all the guys who are going to retire in, in Major League Baseball at the end of this weekend. Some guys you'll never see play again. And a little, some best moments from all those guys. So it should be a lot of fun putting that together for you guys to watch on YouTube and listen to in podcast form. Anyways, you guys have yourselves a great day. And remember, it doesn't matter where you are. It's who you're with. Have a good day, folks. You just listened to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer of the sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Let's get into it.